You're about to listen to Indie Archfiends, a resource for all things Final Fantasy TCG, made for both beginner players and competitive players alike. Hope you enjoy. Welcome to episode zero of the Indie Archfiends. I am your host, Terrence, and I'm here with my co-host, Eric. Howdy, howdy. How's everybody doing this evening? And so today we're just going to get into, you know, a couple questions and dive into the mind of Eric here, who has <laughs> been playing a lot longer than I have. And so we're just going to kick things off a little interview style uh, thing here. And so we're just going to jump right Sounds, into it. Sounds like a plan. All right. So I want to start off with knowing how you got into Final <laughs> Fantasy TCG. Well, that's a very interesting story. So I'm walking, I'm walking past my favorite game store, Good Games, one of my three favorite stores. And... The store, one of the store um, employees know it. He basically was like, hey, you want to check this game out? And for a long time, so during Opus 1, nah, can't afford it. Not trying to get into it. Opus 2 comes around. Nah, can't do it. Now Opus 3 shows up. And it's a little side story. My little, my little brother is developing his own TCG game. And he was like, Eric, we need to do some research. I'm like, okay, cool, do some research. Never seen Final Fantasy before. Looked it up, make sure Final Fantasy wasn't doing, we wasn't trying to reinvent the wheel, and ended up falling in love with Final Fantasy. And for someone who never played the video game, I love it. So that's how I kind of got into the game. And, nice. Yeah, and I dove right into it. And so, how long have you been playing since since you started? Oh shoot, I started in Opus at the tail end of Opus Two going to Opus Three, so that puts us um, late. 2017. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah, I started around Opus 4. I jumped, to, jumped in at the end of Opus 4, mm-hmm. and then what really drugged me in was I did the Opus 5 pre-release. Oh, okay. And then once I got those wonderful looking <laughs> sleeves and everything, I was just like, all right, I'm all in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so um, since you've been in, uh, how is it compared to like other TCGs? that you've played in the past? Or, like, what are some of the other TCGs you've played in the past? Well, um, I've done Magic. Um, not nowhere close to being competitive. There's more friendly, but... So I've done Magic. Um, I would say the closest competitive TCG I've done was, back in the day, was Raw Deal, which was a base a, wrestling, a game off of WWE Wrestling. Um, I did that relatively competitively. And also, way back in the day, tell you how old I am, um, Star Trek TCG, TCG that was done by Decipher. So okay, yeah. both both of those games I've done very I've done relatively competitively. And um, but to compare it to um, to Final Fantasy, it's a different it's a different it's it's different. Um, I love the community. The community is is probably one of the reasons I stay here. Um, everybody's friendly, everybody everybody helps each other out. We just we just try to make each other grow and I'm I'm loving it. Nice. Yeah, I, I came from uh, the last game I played competitively or even game I got into was uh, Netrunner. Now it's a bit different because it's a living card game. Yeah. Um, and it's completely different mechanics. But uh, you know that that died and the community kind of moved on and um, interestingly enough, um, where I used to live in California. Yeah. Uh, all the people I played Netrunner with eventually ended up playing Final Fantasy. Oh, okay. So we all kind of just jumped from hobby to hobby, but uh, Final Fantasy is really stuck because we just oh, really yeah. love the game. And uh, I was really glad when I was able to come out here and integrate with the community and everything. And then, you know, we're growing. It's awesome. Oh, definitely. Um, so being a more experienced player, what do you think sets apart Final Fantasy TCG from other TCGs? Oh, well, I would say, well, first and foremost, the background, it helps. Um, 
you a lot of people a lot of people are coming from they love a video one of the video games that came from it i mean i'm like one of the oddities that didn't you know i didn't really play that that much final fantasy um but that's part of it. So you can play as your favorite characters. You can play as Cloud, or you can play as Squall, or you can play as Laguna, or you know even Sifroth. Let's go some bad guys. You know? Or um, wow, or X bad guys. Kefka, yeah, Kefka. You know you can make your decks based off of them and use your decks to um, replay some of the favorite moments that you that you have. Or I mean, especially with the city now. Now it's everybody versus everybody. Let's do it. So and this is. I mean, so it's kind of. That's um, that's definitely one thing that that is making the game very enjoyable. And I think what I like is seeing the different art styles mm-hmm. combined with other Final Fantasies. That's, I'm enjoying the art too. I'm, Absolutely, that's, definitely, yes. that, that's what drew me in was the quality <laughs> of the cards. Yeah. Oh God! Oh yes! Oh God! The quality of cards. The cards is amazing. Just, just touching the card for the first time, I was like, oh, "Wow, this is right. This is nice." Yeah, this actually feels expensive. Yeah, and sturdy. <laughs> that and uh, yeah, the, the all the alternate art styles from mm. all my favorite Final Fantasy characters coming from someone who's played every single Final Fantasy and yeah. beat them. It just it was really amazing seeing mm. all of the cards. Now, given some of the older opuses were just screenshots, right? But once they were knew that it was going to mm. be a popular game that's when they started oh yeah adding it's, its unique art style yeah. especially i think mm. my favorite is the uh the tactics advance mm. the tactics advance yeah. to or yeah tactics advance and tactics advance too i love the little art styles that they have on their cards i'm i'm i, I have to admit i'm enjoying the new dawn warriors the uh, from that was in open seven oh, yes. i think that's my favorite style also i think it's the same artist that did that did the um the Final Fantasy 2 art too. Oh, nice! So those are like those are my those are my favorite styles right now. I, I hope to see full art. Of yeah. at least one of them. Oh yeah. If they had a full art card of that, that would be really nice. But you know what's my favorite card, right? My favorite card is Poo Poo. Poo Poo. Poo Poo. Oh, I know. It's just such a janky art style, but I love it. I love it because it's, it's that's the only one that's like that. Right. I don't know any other card that has that same art style. It's great. So speaking of favorite card, I. Yeah wanted to know just through the game uh what is your personal favorite card it doesn't have to be for any reason it could be just the character or yeah. the art but what is your absolute favorite card for, am, for what reason i am going to go back to one of my favorite cards and what it was one of my first decks i played and i took this deck to my first crystal cup in kansas city and it was it was tifa it was it was um, the common Tifa um, one drop can't be blocked by um, characters that cause by fours that cause three or more. Um, she was small, she was, but the fact that she can sneak in and she, there was this initial synergy that was right there, it you know, it made it work. I mean, it was my so if you're gonna ask me my favorite card, I'm gonna go back to my original card. It was Tifa. Nice. Yeah. I think my uh, my original favorite card, which has changed since um, mm-hmm. I've been playing, but my original favorite card was the Legend Vincent, the one that mm. could. Uh, what was his What was his ability called? It was. Um. um, um oh God. Oh, it was. It was. It was death something. But it, yeah. It. It's just such a wonderful looking card. Yeah. And it was. Vincent's just an awesome character. He is. So it was mm-hmm. really, really that was my favorite <laughs> card for a while. Um I was really happy when I got that. Um and I actually got it from a friend who gave it to me during yeah. a little pickup tournament we had locally yeah. 
and uh, he's like, hey, here's some Vincent's. Put this in your deck. Right. It'll change it. And I was like, I did, and it did. It was yeah. just an amazing card. But now I would say my favorite card is the Legend Delita. I really I, I, mm-hmm. I love Final Fantasy Tactics. Right. And Delita is just an awesome character. Yeah. And he's an awesome card. Mm-hmm. He's still very relevant. People still run Delita. Yeah. Um, he's very difficult to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would have to say now that was my original. So Tifa was my original. My that was my that was my girl from the back in the day. So my new love. I'm still trying to find my new love. Um, I, for a while it was for a while it was just a warrior light package. I mean I'm talking warrior light plus the four plus the four color warrior lights um, that help that could be, beef them up. It just reminded me it had this. Voltron combiner feel to it, nice. and it just the more you have, the better it gets. Yes, yes. And at a point, it was like, nah, I got Voltron here. You, you're not dealing with it. And I got the sword and shield with Maria and um, and Minwoo in the background and the in the in the your backup in the, line. In my backup line, I got the five up there. Nah, you're dealing. Nah, each one's around 12k. That could take a 2k reduction, and can't you can't chip damage it? No, it ain't happening. <laughs> it was. I, I remember looking at that deck. Yeah, it was a beautiful deck. It was. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. It was my. It was my deck, and I. I it retired this year. I retired that that deck this year. So um, when I went to when I went to Florida for the anniversary um, for your reunion. I'm sorry, a reunion and uh, petite cup. So after that, I was like, you know what? It it did me good for six months. I got retired. I got time to do some, yeah, something. Time new. to do something. Yeah. So yeah, I'm starting getting a little too predictable with it. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel yeah. Um, <coughs> I feel that way with my current deck. Mm-hmm. After I've ran it through this yeah. season of mm-hmm. uh, you know Crystal Cup and stuff, I'll probably move on to something else. Yeah. Um, and that would be you know the Dada Cactar Ping. Right. Um, still I had a lot of deck. oh yeah, it's still, still a powerful, powerful deck. deck. <laughs> um, I especially had a lot of fun with it at first, even when it was you know the jank deck that I started mm-hmm. off with. Yeah. Um, but once you guys help me out uh, with a couple cards and running the deck I'm running now. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy it, but I do know it's something I'm going to eventually move on from. Right. Uh, once I get a hold of some other lightning cards, I think I'll move into that direction. Might move yeah. into water just to try a different play style. Because mm-hmm. uh, I have, yeah, the Dada Cactar and I have uh, Mono Fire. Yeah. Um, I love the styles <laughs> of play, but I definitely want to try more variety and see what else Final Fantasy has to offer for me. Oh, yeah. So from here, mm-hmm. uh, what we're gonna do is we're going to get into yeah. some technical. Stuff. All right, let's get some tech. Let's get technical. So for a lot of new people, okay. you know, when you're listening to all the different resources there are for Final Fantasy TCG, mm-hmm. there's a lot of terms you're gonna hear, and yeah. none of them are really explained. So what I wanted to do was do a little dive and really get into which each of these things mean. Okay. So then from here on, people will know what everyone's talking right. about. Right. Which is so. Good. Mm-hmm. Let's just get started and jump right. No into problem. That. Okay. So one of the terms you hear a lot is a limited format. So okay. what does limited format actually mean? Well, in Final Fantasy, limited format is just when you not, you're not using the full pool of cards. Um, in Final Fantasy, we got two we got two styles of limited format at this time. We have title, which is you choose a Final Fantasy game, and all of your cards. Are from that game, and okay. that's it. So if you're playing Seven, you're playing Cloud, you're playing Tifa, you're playing, you're playing Yuffie, Vincent, Sifroth, uh, the DGS, pa- uh, the like the Deep Ground Soldiers um, package, or the uh, DG, um, 
or the DG Soldier pack is from in Earth, you're playing summons that are from Seven. Yeah, I mean every card except for the one drop backups and. I, and they just recently pro produced a special list, and literally right, has yeah, special. Yeah, full of cards yeah, that and you can add into any tile any, deck. Any tile deck. It literally says special. Um, and there's a list, and I think we can get. We hopefully we can get the link to that because that's a huge list, and I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, no. It's um, but that's what your deck is consist of. Um, they can be a little one tracked, but they also they also is very linear. And when everybody's playing the same game, I mean, like different games, it gets kind of interesting. So, but they can have, they can definitely have their own diversity. Like, um, I recently built a title deck, and it was, um, it was, I call it um, Cloud versus Ziffroth. Nice. Um, so it was Ice Fire for the most part. Nice. Um, yeah. So I use both Fire and Ice Clouds in the deck. Um, no, Fire. I'm sorry, not Ice. I use both Fire Cloud and Ice Ziffroth in the deck. I also use the light and dark, knowing full well that you only have one in the field at any given time. But between the two, it gave me some diversity. If I need to go back Absolutely. to destruction, I I'm, I went Sifroth. If I wanted to start doing ma massive damage, I kept with Cloud. But the other Sifroth, now I got now especially you got the the seven drop Sifroth from Opus Seven. Oh yeah, that one's gross. It feeds. I mean, the other Sifroth is feed to him. And now I have a hand this card with Cloud. <laughs> exactly. And because of the specials, it gives you a way to get rid of those light and dark cards when uh -huh. you don't need them. Right. So it so both between both I mean between both it worked and then I got my cheap I got my cheap soldiers with the DGS um so the deep ground soldier packet. Yep. So they come in for very cheap and can feed each other. Absolutely. So it was just a it's it it kind of works. I also get Genesis, I also get no yeah, I get Genesis and Genesis Avatar, I also get selfie. Um in the deck, I mean, uh, Silky. Um, there's, a, I can remember her, um, but it, the whole package is itself. It helps. It Absolutely. works. Mm -hmm. So that that's an example of uh, title. Yes, limited. of title. So what would be the other style of limited? The other style of limited is Pauper, and is it is called Pauper, and basically Pauper is, and I'm going to put this in parentheses because um, various, I mean, in various the region, but typically it's your um, commons and rares. Sometimes this includes starters. Um, I would talk to your community and group because I think gotcha. it changed. So it's kind of like yeah. uh, uh, store ruled. Yeah, that's a little store rule, but it can be very fun because now, now you have to start thinking outside the box because now you don't get Genesis. Now you don't get Diablos. Now you don't get, um, you know, White cloud, or yeah. you don't get so you know big beefy yeah. heavy hitters, or yeah, or um, or um, or Fasulia, or um, you know, cloud of darkness. You don't get these bad boys now. You're not running Dot Luma. No, you're not riding. <laughs> definitely not Dot Luma. So what can you do? The same thing with just the cactars, you know. <clears throat> so it's uh, it definitely gives you a different. It makes you look for other answers in the game with using some of the more some some more common cards. And you start realizing you can, you know, you can do some of the same things. You know, it may take a little bit extra effort, but you can still do it. So, and it works. Nice. Um, I'm sorry to add that um, you do have to find out if starter cards are included in that proper format. Okay. But you do have to find that out. Um, that would yeah, be that a, changes the game a that, little bit. That does, it does. That does change the game a little bit to to include starters or not starters. But that's again, that's where your location is, and that's you know that's pretty much whoever's saying, hey, we're going to start building proper. You know, we're still kind of figuring that out here, but it's 
that's something that we can also talk about. So nice. Mm-hmm. I can't wait till we run our first popper uh, two I weeks think, from now. I, not, yeah, between two and three weeks. Yeah, I think we. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah mm-hmm. We got a popper coming up soon, and that'll be fun because that'll be my first time actually playing the popper format yeah. in sort of a tournament base. Mm-hmm. Um, so now the next tech question we have is: okay. What is uh, sealed? Okay, sealed is two. There's two different types of sealed events. You okay. have um, the sealed event that you usually get when you do a um, dr- not a um, uh, a pre-release, where you pretty much open up six packs and you're just building the best deck you can out of six packs. Okay, um, that so that's one version of sealed. The other version of sealed is draft, and draft is you and up to eight players. Okay, so there's a player limit? I think there's a player. There is a player because you're in a pod. Sorry, I haven't been to too many drafts myself. <coughs> Excuse me. So a pod consists of eight about eight players. Yeah, about okay. eight players, yes. And what you're doing is each player starts off with, I want to say, four between four to eight packs. I mean, four to six packs. Gotcha. And everybody opens up their first pack at the same time. And each player chooses one card out of that pack that they want. And then you go alternating left, I mean right to left. So the first time uh, you put the, you move your that pack, the rest of the pack that you just opened, your player to your right gets it next. Okay. And then they choose one card out of it. And then once everybody chose that card, they move they move the pack to the right again until everybody gets until it goes around until basically the last player. Until until basically there's no more cards okay. left out of that pack. And then you open the next pack then, and, and go then to you the go left. left. Then you go to the left. Gotcha. Until, until everybody get... has a full mm-hmm. deck of cards. Right. Gotcha. And then goes and then next pack and then once you get then once you get done with that pack you start the next pack and then you go back to the right then you go back to the left until how many, until all your all the packs of cards are done. Okay. And then you, from what you pulled from the draft is what you built typically between a 40 to 50 card deck okay so are you gonna have extras kind of like you're definitely gonna have extras okay you're definitely gonna have extras so you have a pool of cards that you've now chosen Mm -hmm. and you're creating a deck from that right gotcha um the the idea thinking for either for both is a little different um when you're doing sealed from a um from just a seals i mean yeah seal standpoint where you're just built you just um you got six packs and you're building your deck from that you're, there's some focuses that you want to look for, like removal, um, is would be one thing because you gotta get rid of problem cards. Um, yeah. But you, um, but you only got six packs, so your colors may not mesh mesh as much as you want to. Gotcha. So you're a little bit. You do have some. You're at the mercy of what you pull of of the packs themselves. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you can get lucky possibly, right. and then there's other times right. where. You know, someone just has that big heavy hitter that came in that opus. And right, and they, they pulled it. Yep. Now, the other – now, now draft, on the other hand, you get a little bit – I feel like you get a little bit more control in draft because you can you can come in and be like, okay, I'm going to tr- – this is the colors I'm playing with. Yeah. So, let's say you want – let's say you know that this set opus has a great – let's say ice card that you want. Gotcha. So, you're going to focus on ice. So – not everybody else is going to focus on ice. So you're going to, so your first card, okay, I got these, I got okay ice card. Now, if you don't care, if you want the ice card, like, like if I was going to do a draft 
in this set. I'm going to ice. I'm going. I'm pulling that four drop receiver that though and freezes oh, all yes. you know three three fours. I'm pulling that. I'm going to pull three copies of that. So that's going to be one of my first priority cards. I'm going to pull. Um, hero legends. You know foils. Almost be damned. I don't. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. We gotta figure out if we can cuss on this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I think the lower cuss words, but okay. we're trying to keep it, it was, keep it, was, it clean. So keep it clean. So, so, so it's a, a good place to, <laughs> yeah. especially for this episode in particular, to yeah. come back to and and learn some of the terms and terminology right. and and uh, limited that's, stuff like that. But I, I think I think that is like low tier <laughs> yeah. cuss word. It's, it's bottom tier. No one cares. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, you just gotta stay away from the high tier ones. No high. Keep you know not <laughs> not. Not the big ones. Not, exactly. Not exactly. the big ones. Not George Carlin big ones. <laughs> yeah, not George Carlin big ones. I not George it. Carlin big ones. Okay, so small ones. So anyway, so you, I mean, so you come in with an idea, and you try to draft. You try to draft the cards for to fit your idea. Uh, one example um, that I can give is when I went to the, when I went to Florida, and we was doing draft. One of the players I played against, he literally drew. He literally drafted all wind from from Opus from Opus Seven. Oh wow! Yeah. So no one was pulling wind, and he was able to pull in he, all he, that wind. He, no, that's what he focused on. Oh, okay, gotcha. He focused on wind. So every time he got, he was able to pull a wind card. He pulled a wind card. Whenever, I mean, everything else was um, was not circumstance. He didn't care. Gotcha. So and he and he literally built a mono. Uh, a forty car mono wind deck from draft. Nice. Yeah. Now, does it run on the same rules as um, the the regular sealed? As far as uh, how your backups come out, because I know in uh, sealed, uh, you know, pre releases and yeah, sealed for packs, uh, you are able to pay. Uh, any color CP for your backups, it doesn't matter. Does it run the same in draft, or because you have that option of pulling certain elements? Nope. Draft is literally you built you built your deck right there, and now you got to play by normal rules. Gotcha. <laughs> so All right. So there's no special rules. No special for rules. Draft nope. like in sealed. Yep. No special rules. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's move on to uh, what's what's another format? Because um, okay, so there we went over limited. We yeah. went Over mm-hmm. which is. Popper yeah. and title. Mm-hmm. There is uh, the draft yeah, and seal, and then there's standard, which yeah. is just the standard base is every, game. Standard is base game. Every card in the game has ever been pulled out, except for two cards right now: Thaumaturge and Gaspar. Yep, the yep. two banned cards. The, the two, only banned, two cards. banned cards yep. currently. Everything else is legal. And then that that could also be synonymous with um, <laughs> constructed. Yes, constructed and standard. Constructed, standard, the same. It's synonymous with it. Yes, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um, so another term I've heard now. I don't know okay. if you've heard this one. It's, it's I've only heard it a handful of times. But what's okay. gunslingers? Okay, gunslingers. Okay, gunslingers is a little special thing that happens when you go when you go to special events like um, Crystal Cups or Petite Cups or maybe even Gen Con um, or um, fan festivals. Okay. Okay. Um, gunslingers are usually um, players that have came from out of country. Typically, these are. Um, these are some of the playtesters um, from from Japan, literally themselves, and they come and they are playing you with decks that they built. Nice guys from Square. Guys from Square. That's awesome. Um, or they could be, um, or you know, and maybe some more local events. It could be well-known players. Could okay. Do it. Um, like I had a chance to gunsling against um, with, against Chris um, um, Chris from Chuck um, from RVA Returners. Um, down at 
down in Florida and just had a chance to play against nice. play against them a couple of times, which was awesome. So I've seen some of the crazy decks on FF decks. Oh yeah, maybe <laughs> <laughs> running some, oh, some really interesting things. Actually, the Warrior Light deck I had built uh, I had built was inspired from a Gunslinger deck I saw and he and we played and I loved it and I was like, nice. okay, I got caught, I, I got to do. And this. I, I hear typically they try to run something different that's yeah. different from the meta. When you're running Gunslingers, you're completely going left field. Oh yeah, as far as what they're mm-hmm. running. Yeah, one famous story that you'll hear that it, once you start hearing some famous stories is that Ty, uh, that the creator of the game, uh, Kagiyama, Kagiyama, yeah. yes, he loves Dark Lord. Nice. Yes, he loves the, uh, three, uh, three, three fire, um, eight, eight, um, eight drop. I mean, wait, eight, eight K. Um, Fire Four from Crystal Chronicles. That when you burn, that when he comes into play, you burn ten cards. And but at the beginning of each combat phase, I mean, if your of your combat phase, you can choose a four and do three K to it. And he, there's a story. He loves it. And the reason why he loves it is because he figures those ten cards could be very easily be the ten cards that was at the bottom of the deck you never saw. <laughs> if the um, if, unless the game goes to unless the game goes to um, goes to almost deck out yeah so you have never seen those ten cards anyway so who cares about them use nice. use it to Touché. get that to, to be able to be three to be able to do three k to a, to another four at the combat phase and I've seen the same sort of thought process with the new cloud the mm-hmm. uh, Opus Eight cloud which uh, I believe if he goes into the break zone you can discard ten cards and he comes back out into the field dulled mm-hmm. right but he also does damage but he does damage when yes. he hits the field so you got that reoccurrence mm-hmm. of his enter the field ability right which is gross yes which is gross so and he comes in every box <laughs> now it is, yes he does. <clears throat> now it's now it is a mindset. Some players, nah, you, taking ten cards from the game, no, they can't. No, you can't ever live with that. No, I have seen I, some decks where every card is crucial. Right, it's like it's all part of the master mm-hmm. plan. Right, but other people can play that and like you know what? It's it's a mindset. It's a, it's a play style. So absolutely. Yes. <laughs> well, like I I remember when I first started the game, I couldn't wrap my head around using Fasoya, which mm-hmm. is like, wow, I'm doing all this damage, but I'm also taking a damage myself. Why mm-hmm. would I do that? Yes. But after it was explained to me, and I've seen those water decks run Fasoya, mm-hmm. I'm like, so that's how it works. Yep. That's disgusting. Yes. So every card every card in the game has a, has its purpose. It is up to us as players to understand that purpose and try to learn and and use that purpose for us to win the games that we try to go after. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So uh, another term, other terms I've heard, and these okay. are uh, you know, we've gone through all of the different play styles, and now there's just some of the terms that I hear a lot that okay. I guess need some different explanation to understand I'll, exactly. I will do my best. <laughs> so um, in listening to a lot of the different. Uh, Content creators for this yeah. game. Um, I've heard the term blink. What does what does that mean? As far as oh, blink it, blink it. Okay, so there are some cards um, that has that have the ability when they come into play, they turn off another card's ability, or may they they may turn off a field's ability. One one really good example would be Hawknasis. Um, let your hero legend water card that came out of Opus Seven when she comes in the field. Um, your four is coming. Um, your opponent's characters um, lose their abilities. That's effectively blinking. It. Gotcha. Yeah. So when that happens, now cards. Aff- all right. So I got it pulled up yes. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When Halicarnassus enters the field, all four's opponent controls loses their abilities until the end of turn. Yes. So now it's blink, blink, or blanked. You know. So okay. Uh, so they've used both those. So that's yes. the same thing. Blink and blank. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, yeah. you're literally saying no. You, you're whatever you was making you special right now, no longer special. 
Gotcha. <laughs> I think uh, there's a Renoa card that does that too, correct? Um, something similar. Um, Emperor would probably the Dark Emperors from from Opus Two would probably be the best example. Okay. Because that what that does is um, it turns off special and um, special abilities, and there was a oh god, there was another. It's another word. Uh, which card was it? Um, Emperor. Just um, you can put the Emperor and some dark this from Opus Two. Two. Okay, yeah. the two legends. Yeah, the two legends. Mm-hmm. No, yes. Up real quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's Opus One. That one. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, okay, uh, opponents. Uh, the character's opponent controls cannot use special or action Excellent abilities. abilities yeah. Oh, yeah, I've I've used him. So right. When I first got into the game, when I <laughs> bought my packs for Opus 2, because mm-hmm. I believe the store only had Opus <laughs> 1, 2, and 3. It didn't yeah. have 4, so I couldn't get it at the time. But um, my, I opened, I, uh, I bought like 10 packs. Yeah. I went in it deep. Mm-hmm. And uh, Emperor was one of the first legends I pulled. Yep. And mm-hmm. I read it, and I'm like, this sounds really good. Like, yep. I don't know the game yet, but this sounds really good. And I ran him in every single deck I made oh, yeah. in the very beginning. He's, he's, he's still a staple. You have to, you have to have an answer for him. Or Absolutely. he will, or I mean, if you don't get rid of him, yeah, he will just really run you to the ground. He can very, just yeah. by you want to do something and you just can't, can't do it. Yep, nope. That S ability, you know, that S ability to do whatever. Nope, nope. I got Emperor on the field, doesn't work. Nope. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's so that's um, that would be a really good example of blanking or blinking. Okay. So, this basically, whatever that what was making you special, I got something that says you're no longer special. <laughs> nice. I dig it. Yes. I got to definitely try that. Man. Yeah. When I di- go to dip in the water, that'll be something I'll, I'll oh, yeah. try mm-hmm. out for sure. Um, so now another term I hear a lot okay. uh, that I haven't been sure 100% myself okay. is I hear cards that are on curve, above curve, below curve. Okay. What is curve? I do know it has something to do with you know its damage output yes. um, and how much CP it costs, but I don't yeah. know where the curve starts. Okay. So we're at this point, we're talking about forwards. We're talking about your forwards cards when we're talking about on curve um, when it comes to damage output. So... Um, traditionally, three uh, three CP four should be doing somewhere around around seven K. Okay. Okay. So it's three three um, three CP seven K. So, so that a means three four, drop seven K is on curve. Yeah, that would be on curve. So four. So that means if you go up, you're looking at four four drop eight K. You go down, you're looking at two drop six K. That okay. would be on curve. Now, when we start talking about above and below curve, is how much, how off of that is that? Gotcha. Okay. At first, I mean, and there's the on top conversation, and then you got the deeper conversation. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, the on top conversation would, um, you know, we'll go back to my, we'll go back to my favorite, one of my favorite cards. We'll go back to, um, to Dark Lord. Okay. So he's a three drop for eight K. So. At, on on the surface, you would say he's above curve, gotcha. okay, because he's he he gives you that extra damage. Then you can look at the fact that you're removing ten cards from the game. Yep. That kind of I mean, to a lot of people, that instantly says he's garbage. He's below curve because you know you're losing cards from the game and losing resources. Okay. But then you look at his next ability, the fact that he does he does three K to a four in the combat phase. So effectively, he went from an eight K to an eleven K. Absolutely. Okay. Now it can now it it's above now can it now you start having the argument it's above curve. Now 
that is a preference that is a potato versus potato you know if you like if you like your steak with mushrooms or you like them with onions or if you like them both you know that's, that's how, how do you problem. want your deck pizza how you, <laughs> yes if you you know that is definitely along the lines of yes i like i like um pineapples on my pizza or i know what the heck were you thinking why you have pineapples in your pizza I'm all for pineapples <coughs> on my pizza. I love pineapples on my pizza. I, it's funny because I, I was on the train of I didn't like pineapples when I was yeah. younger. Mm -hmm. I was like, why? It yeah. just doesn't make sense to me. But um, my wife introduced me to pineapple pizza because that's her favorite pizza, right? right? Mm -hmm. And then she's like, just try it, please. Yeah. And I hadn't tried it in forever. And my taste buds have changed since then. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'll give it a go. And I bit into it. And I'm like, this is wonderful. Where has this been all my life? I'm pineapple pizza all the way now. <laughs> Um, but like another card that, um, but there are some cards that would be below curve. But then you also got to look at their abilities. Yeah. Does the ability make up for that curve? And sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is like no, no, no. This card is garbage. You know why yeah. am I even thinking about this card? Gotcha. So that's where the that's where the above below curve um, formula. Okay. That's the that's the surface. Conversation of okay, above so sort of a high level yeah. overview of above curve and below yeah. curve, and I guess the rest of it comes with experience with the game and understanding yeah. mm -hmm. what you know, everyone's sometimes, talking about. Yeah, also sometimes what it can, what it can and can't do um, from a backup. Like let's talk about backups or summons or even monsters. Is it's kind of the what is it doing compared to its cost? So that's that's the more deeper conversation. And honestly, I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm still getting to that. I'm gotcha. still getting to that point. So. But I, I would love to have conversations. Hopefully, we once later we get some better minds who can who can school me. So absolutely, and we, we definitely have some experienced people out here yeah, that we, we will get in later episodes on the podcast, oh, yeah. dig into their brains, and and you know see what what's going on in there. Oh yeah, <laughs> can't wait for that. Oh yeah, it's gonna be great. So now, um, what I want to do is just dive into some of the resources that uh, okay. we've both used um, oh, yeah. and actually inspired us to mm -hmm. make the Indie Arch Fiends, right. and that would be, you know, the different creators for both YouTube and podcast right. resources. So, in other words, this is shout-out time for everybody. Exactly. <laughs> everybody gets free plugs. Everybody gets free plugs. So, um, I want to go ahead and start off, and we'll jump back and forth and oh, yeah. some of the ones we know, but mm -hmm. I definitely want to start off with who got me into learning the game at a yeah. deeper level. And mm -hmm. that is on you, and we'll just start with uh, YouTube, just so okay. everybody knows. Um, we'll mm -hmm. go with all the YouTube uh, guys. Yeah. And I wanna start off with Josepher. Okay. I love his videos. Oh yeah. And they really got me into making decks because he, I had two starter decks, which was mm -hmm. the Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. And I had the 13 starter deck. Right. And I, uh, I was trying to figure out what to do with these, how to mm -hmm. upgrade them. Yeah. And he had these videos that was like, Oh, it's, I believe he called them uh, Starter Decks Evolved. Oh, yeah. And that's mm -hmm. where he takes the Starter Deck and he yeah. improves them with right. the cards available. And mm -hmm. I think that's amazing. Not to mention he has uh, an amazing video of how to play the game, which yeah. is still relevant to this day to show new people, mm -hmm. hey, this is how you play the game. Yeah. Um, and he, j he does deck profiles, and if you're into the uh, mobile game, it's like Opera or something, <laughs> yeah. he, he does reviews of those. But in short, great resource mm -hmm. for... Uh, learning the game and it's very starter friendly um, from a competitive mind standpoint. Yeah, um, I probably I got a few because I, I mean I listen to I listen and watch um, a lot a lot of these a lot of these shows and I even know some I even know some of the guys. So, but I gotta go with the first one and the first one was actually 
was actually Mogpie. That was the no, first one I started listening to. So is, is that the one with um, um uh, that that that's a uh, 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 potato? Was, yes. Yeah, potato yes. boss. Number yeah, potato, one, potato, potato boss. boss. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. So he was the first one I got. I, I listened to. So that was. So I had to start off. With, uh, and again, it was kind of the same. It was more of a just. It was just something I could listen. It was he. He was someone I was listening to in the background, and just to increase my game knowledge. And from there, it grew to everybody else. So now I. I, I honestly can't go I can't go a week without listening to, like going through and watching new sure channels yeah, yeah, yeah everybody's new episodes and right I, I'm the same and <laughs> the one I always listen to first because I'm always on the road and yeah. I'm delivering packages and I really have nothing better to do while I'm driving mm-hmm. except listen to these podcasts right. and one that I listen to a lot <coughs> and I enjoy and I actually re-listen to their episodes so mm-hmm. I'm just like really soaking in the information especially when Opus 8 came out yeah. I'm like I don't have time to sit down mm-hmm. and look into this right now yeah. so I'm just yeah. listening to the podcast, hearing their mm-hmm. input, seeing what some of the hot cards are, yeah. you know, outside of our pre-release, and that is RVA Returners, oh, which yeah. I know you know some of them personally. Oh, yeah, I know, I know guys, Chris and Adam. Yep. Chris and Adam, my boys. <laughs> and I know you guys actually, uh, they ran an episode with you in it yes. um, mm-hmm. over at Good Games. Yes, yes. And that was one that, I mean, I met, okay, so, short story, Mem, uh, met both of these guys, most, both of these great gentlemen um, in Kansas City. I actually played Chris. Um, no, I played, no, I played I play Adam. I play Adam there at KC, and um, he smoked me. <laughs> but it was a great experience. I loved every single second of it. Um, I got starstruck immediately. And then I was like, hey, I got a store right next to Gen Con. I would love for you guys to host. I mean, I would love to host you guys to for you guys to do a show at my store. And it just worked out. And since then, I say hi. <laughs> you know, nice. you know, like I, I hope I'm one of their biggest fans. And I um, they're they're part of my inspiration in doing this. Absolutely, so, yeah, yeah. Same here. Um, mm-hmm. Big big time. I, I really love listening to their content. Yeah. Um, they're very consistent in just how they do everything, oh, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. it's just a, a really nice show to listen. Oh, to. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, who else? I've also I've also met um, some of the Turks again. Um, we kind of did this when did we did the show? It was just a big show, and it was I was. I was standing. I was in the circle of, of people who knew what they was doing. I, I was like, I was sitting at the table, and was like, okay, this is a lot of information. I'm I'm enjoying. It. So <laughs> nice. it was it was good. I feel like these are all like people you can really learn from if you oh, could, yeah. like talk to them and pick their brains Definitely. and just have a lot of fun with them. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, another one that. Uh, mm-hmm. I got into actually fairly recently okay. is, is Triple Triad. Okay, yeah, Triple Triad. I love, I love listening to it too. I mean, they, I, I can't. I feel like I'm repeating the same thing. Like yeah. all these guys are just. <laughs> I mean, they've done so much work for this community. They they put in, they put in hours. They put in a content. Um, they. You, I just can't say too much. I, I mean, it's like anything I start saying is like it's going to be repeated. Exactly. And, yeah. I mean, a lot of these know. are just great content creators, yeah. and uh, yeah, even that. I, I think they really nailed streaming too, because I've watched a lot of their streamings of games, yeah. and this goes for everybody mm-hmm. we've mentioned and the ones we'll mention. Mm-hmm. And that is. Uh, the, the, their streamings are really nice. I know uh, Joseph recently got into streaming games on Twitch. Yeah, uh, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, I just mm-hmm. I, it really I get to see plays that I haven't even thought oh. of. I get to see different yeah. decks, different styles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I have time to sit down and look at those, it's really awesome. Yeah. 
<laughs> this guy's throwing papers at us. Yeah, we got first heckler. <laughs> Dramatic pause. Boo. <laughs> nah, I'm good. All right, so uh, some other ones we can give a shout-out to mm-hmm. is, um, I mentioned Triple Chad. Right? Yeah, we I did. I just uh-huh. mentioned it, yeah. Um, um, and that's Warriors of Light. Now, yeah. I, I have to look those guys up. Yeah. I haven't personally watched them yet. I've listened. I've, I've watched them a couple of times, and, again, they're just, it's just good content. I mean, it's just one of the... I mean, I feel like, like, yeah, I feel like I'm repeating every time I say we got good content. <laughs> exactly, know? right? So, But I, I do want to do one special shout-out. And we wouldn't have some of the best tournament commentary starting from the beginning to, I mean, to just make everybody grow out the break zone. I have to give them credit. So that was one of the first things, one of the first, when I first watched my first U, U.S. National um, National, I was watching the break zone. They was hosting it. And, I mean, I also got a chance to meet them. I met them at KC. I met them at Gen Con. And, I mean, both both guys are really great guys. And, but So, like, they're sort the, of the spokesmen when it comes to uh, our, yeah. our big events down here in yeah, the U.S. Yeah, they're, like, there's a good chance they're going to be doing that. I mean, the national tournament. So, and if awesome. on the West Coast, there's pro- they'll probably, ho- probably be doing the um, – they'll be doing the, um, the commentary. commentary for the tournaments at – Nice. For the uh, for the tournaments there, so you got you got start you got to give them their shout. Out. They they're they're definitely some of the OGs in this. So, and then as, yeah. as far as uh, we'll jump over to podcasting. Now yeah. some of them are some of them repeats, both. <laughs> some of them. Uh, you can find RBA returns <clears throat> also on podcast. Yeah. You can find Mogpod yeah. uh, through podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have one story about about the one that about the one we haven't mentioned. So, Crystal Tower. Crystal okay. Tower. Yes, Mr. World Champion, Mr. Mr. Alex McCool. I, he was do, he was being a little snarky on online, which is kind. Of, I mean, which if you listen to him, I mean, if, it, yeah. yeah, if you listen to him, it's, it's amazing. So I basically said, you know what, I will see. You know what, I want I want to see you in Worlds. He's like, come get me, and I'm that's my <laughs> and right now that's my that's, that's my goal. goal. That's my goal. I got you know what, I have a match with Mr. McCool. At Worlds coming up this year. Take that number one headband. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for that championship. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm still to the point where I'm just like, I, I'm, I'm finally out of the zone where I'm like, I don't want to be last. And now yeah. I'm just kind of like, let me get in the top half. Right. Like, if I can make top half, even better if I can make depending on how big it is, top 10, top 5. That is yeah. now my new goal. Right. Is to try to just work my way up the ranks as I build up knowledge in the game. And, and you will. And you will. And um, just for someone who's, who's been where you're at, the more you get out, the more you go, um, the more you go, the more you go to Crystal Cups, the more you even just help doing tournaments, and your, just making your local tournaments bigger, you'll see your growth. Um when I went to KC, I I was in I was like number sixty something out of ninety. Uh, when Gen Con, um, I hung out in Thirtyville um, for both the sealed and um, and that and, was out of how many people? Um, the sealed one was I think seventy. I want to say seventy. Okay, so seventy something was sealed. And I was in I was like forty, like somewhere thirty fortyville. Like, okay, I mean, so I was. I, I mean, mean I was, almost upper half. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, did the same thing in constructed um, on the d- first day of constructed. Um, 
because they did they split constructed into two separate days. Oh, okay, at yeah. So they did like they basically did two heats. First heat was on Friday, second heat was on Saturday. Gotcha. And then they combined it on Sunday to finish up. But again, I was like thirty something. I'm like thirty something out of a grand total of almost 120. Oh yeah. I mean, I mean, a lot like, of people come and show up. Right between. Some, so yeah. went to um, then went to. Um, Went to the reunion. I was, I was, I was still. I was like in high forty, but that was over in Florida. That was in Florida. Yeah, yeah, that was Florida early this year, and was out of ninety plus. I mean, I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm in. I'm in the middle of the pack of a, of killers. You know, like anybody who could, everybody in this room could very easily be representing the United States in worlds. Okay, I'm playing against some of the people who be, who who went to worlds. You know, and at any, and at none of the times I've ever felt like. I'm getting blown out here. Like, yeah. oh wait, I, I don't, I don't deserve to be playing this game. I, I, like, what the heck am I thinking? I've never felt like that. Gotcha. Even against the likes of Hunter Nance, um, David Akimoto. At every, um, every single time I played some of these guys, it was like, I'm in it, you know. But yeah. it may, it, but literally, it's that one mistake, and but it's that one mistake that I've always, that I've definitely learned from. So that's, I, I'll tell more stories about that. I feel like oh, yeah. may tell oh, a story. Yeah. We'll so have plenty of episodes <laughs> and, and time to dive into all kinds of fun stories. Oh yeah. So, and so I, I guess we can now uh, <laughs> sort of. <laughs> I, I, we're not coming to a close yet. We still got a couple more things to go over, but okay. we, we can move on to <coughs> what is going on here in Indiana, yeah. Indianapolis area. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, shoot, the time. All right, yeah. so <laughs> we, uh, we play out of, uh, or at least we're recording um, yeah. right now in Gabe Preserve South, uh, yes. which is just south of Indiana. In Indianapolis. You say Indiana. Sorry, yeah, you yeah, say Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. So Indianapolis, still new to the area, still getting used to everything. But uh, playing over at Game Preserve, um, and we also play out of Good Games, which is yes. in downtown Indianapolis. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, we've been doing a lot with our local scene. Uh, yes. Just recently, we've been getting a huge surge of players, which is yes. awesome. Mm-hmm. Lots of new players, lots of people really excited to get into. Mm-hmm. We just had a uh, – we had the Opus 8. Uh, we, had, we did our Opus 8 pre-release. And then both right, here yeah. and at Good Games. Yes. And then previous – the weekend before that, we kicked – we did a goodbye to the Opus 7 event where we did a sealed event as uh, – not a draft, but a, like a – a simple sealed event where we took all we took every player had each a, opus, yeah, right? a pack yeah. from each opus with a random eighth pack to to represent the opus eight coming in. Nice. And um, that w- we had we had eight people show up for that, which on a Saturday can on a Saturday, but and I want to put the caveat here: this is during Big Ten weekend, and Big Ten weekend in Indianapolis. There's no parking. <laughs> it was horrible, admittedly. It was Big Ten. It was Big Ten. Big Ten oh, Big Ten um, basketball was. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah Indiana's synonymous with college basketball. <laughs> yeah, we got super college, popular around. Su- yeah, very super popular. I mean, hey, I'll take that. I'll take that notch. But it was a really good event, and um, a lot of the, our newer players learned from it and had great experience. So um, we're going to definitely do something like that again in the near future. 
Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do know coming up, we have uh, next weekend, yes. actually. Mm-hmm. Next Saturday, we have a uh, big constructed tournament over yes. at Game uh, Good Games. Yes. Um, and that one, they actually got some really good prize support. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we're going lots of uh, lots of random legends, um, some of the good ones, too. Um, I know we got a the, the Stadia pack from... Um, yeah, the Final Fantasy the Stadia pack that you had to play get the the Stadia video game to get. We, oh, okay, yeah, that, yeah. That place have that place have three cars is up. We got play. We got mats. We got um. We got custom sleeves. We promo cards. Promo cards are all up. Yes, yeah, so we got. It's gonna be good. We even, huge shout shout out to uh, to Sam for yeah. uh, mm-hmm. bringing all that to the table. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it's gonna be great. And we actually have some guys coming uh, from Indianapolis. Uh, or, I'm sorry, Indianapolis. Gentlemen, <laughs> thanks for wanting me how to play. Teach oh me. yeah, oh, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks. <laughs> but you got gifted. Yes, we got some, gifted. We're awesome. Yes. <laughs> so we always take care of each other here. Exactly. <laughs> we're, we're always giving to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we have uh, some guys coming from Illinois. Yeah, Illinois. Yeah, uh, coming to play in the tournament, which right. I think is great. And oh yeah, that's gonna really do a lot to help grow the community. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, that's kind of what we hope to do with the podcast is just really bring, uh, bring it out to the open that hey, yeah. we're playing here. Yep. We're trying to get stuff down here, yep. and we're growing. Well, we, we're, we're, there we is get a, more and more people yep. every day. There is a Midwest flavor here for Final Fantasy. So Absolutely. We're gonna, we're gonna bring the Midwest flow here. <laughs> gotta bring the Midwest up to the front stage. Yeah, we, we got we, you know everybody representing different parts, but yep. really no one for the Midwest. Yep, so now here we are. Too. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we can't have Gen Con here and not represent this game. Exactly. <laughs> right. So it was, it's about time that we have some content creators yes. in the Midwest. Yes. Yes. So Midwest, Ohio, um, Kentucky, Illinois, Michigan, Wisconsin. If you want to show up, come on, we got you. We got you. <laughs> All right, so um, just coming to a close, yeah. uh, the future of this podcast, we're going to mm-hmm. try to upload bi-weekly. Yes. Um, you'll mm-hmm. be able to, and I'm going to try to get everything uh, on all the different um, mm-hmm. platforms. So we're going to upload to iTunes, yes. Spotify, uh-huh. uh, Google Play. Yes. Um, <clears throat> Uh, podcast addict what yeah. was the one you were talking um, about we earlier? got we got soundcloud um we can soundcloud do, yeah soundcloud can definitely get there uh, we're just gonna try to get as much places as we can exactly yeah. try to make our content as accessible as possible yeah. mm-hmm. uh, we also i mean once we get we're going i think one of our future goals also is we're going to try to do some video content you know maybe even Absolutely. try to host and the hit that youtube stage hit, too yep um and possibly just even if even we have to just show pictures, let's show pictures of what we're doing, you know, exactly, so, yeah. mm-hmm. or even just, you know, yeah, pictures of cards we're talking yeah. about so people get a visual representation of what's going on. So um, we got a Facebook page coming up. Yes, 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 we do. We have um, we're going to make a Facebook page. Um, <laughs> and I believe once we get some episodes uploaded and uh, we get things rolling, um, we'll probably open up a Discord also. Definitely. Okay, um, sounds And then good. just, you know, so we can uh, hear some from some of the people, mm-hmm. get some feedback, see what oh, we can improve yeah. on, stuff like that. Always continuous improvement with stuff like this. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. And so now what we're going to do is we're going to bring to a close. Mm-hmm. We're going to do this special because we have these two packs yes, in front of us. Yes, we got packs. We have two Opus 8 packs. Yes. We're going to open them up real quick, and that's how we're going to bring this episode to a close. So okay. Let's, let's go ahead and rip into the. Okay. All right, so, so we're, we're just gunning right for it, right for, we'll the, go for the legend. legend. Yeah, we're just going for the. We're there we go. For... I got, I got a hero Noctis, shiny, <clears throat> oh. foil, foil hero. Oh Ooh. my gosh! And the guy I've hated ever since I've seen him, <laughs> Arminet. It's it, he's he's the most useless card ever printed. Oh, and oh, he got, got a shiny Zidane. Yeah, nice. 
A shiny Zane. Zane. Like, shiny Zane was pulled in the store. I, ha- I cannot say, I cannot <laughs> say enough how much I hate this card. <laughs> a seven drop, and it's choose one of the two following. Choose one forward <laughs> opponent controls, deal at seven dance, 7K. Mm. Or choose one monster of three or less and break it. Now, there's so much cheaper card. You can play two different cards that that do that for cheaper. This is a this is a perfect example of a undercurve card. Oh yeah. I mean this it's, this is horrible. It's such a it, waste it, of a print. It, it, like it really and it is. had to be in fire and yeah. oh, I'm it, I'm so mad and hurt by this card. <laughs> but I got a shiny Noctis, so it, that makes yeah. up for getting yet another. I have a playset of these, this guy now. I have a playset of him. It happens. All it, right. It happens. So, Who did you pull? Um, I pulled uh, Undead Princess. Nice. So um, I'm I'm looking forward to try to play her. In I'm deck. interested to see how she's going to get played in yeah. the future. And then I also pulled the Steiner. Yes. So those those were my those were my heroes. So then my foils, I think. I got a Fosk Ice Scholar, and um, I got the Fedora, Fedoya? Ooh, yeah, one of the starter cards. Yeah, one of the starter yeah. cards. So I just had a chance to play with her. She was nice. So I got a, I got a couple of ideas with her. Very so, nice. Yeah. Let's, let's see what we got in our second pack here. Um, got a Shiny Dragoon. That'll yeah. help me out. I love my Dragoons. Mm-hmm. And I got Nicole. Nice. Okay, that's a good one. Oh yeah. And that, that'll that'll help me out in my uh, <laughs> my journey into water. As yeah. I, as I try out water. <laughs> I get two. Oh, I got two roots now. I got one. I was like, that get that pulled two roots now. This one. I was like, really? I got two roots out of two packs. <laughs> nah, this right. one root. So no, no, no. I did pull two roots out of two. Packs. Yeah, you did. Two roots. Two yeah. roots out of two packs. Wow. Okay. What's the uh, the hero or legend out of there? No, that, no, that was the. No, oh, okay. The, that no, was the, okay, the, the undead right. princess and the Steiner was my yeah. two heroes. Okay. Yeah, and then my I got a starter for my foil and a foil um, scholar. So okay. Yeah. Cool. I, look, I'm not complaining. This is a right? new set. This is a new set. I'm looking forward to everything. So I'm, I'm happy to see the Noctis. I, I I'm really excited to uh, to run the Bros. Oh yeah. The, the Noctis, Gladio, Prompto, oh, Ignis. Like once I saw those in Opus Eight, I was like, yes. And we'll, we'll definitely get into that next episode. Yeah. Uh, next episode, what we're gonna do is we're gonna jump into Opus Eight. Yes. A little late. You know, everybody's yeah. already come out and talked about oh, yeah. it. But we want to give our thoughts. Our favorite cards in Opus 8. Oh, yeah. Our favorite cards when we did the pre-release. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, Opus 8 in general. Kind of a, a, a set review. Oh, yeah. A, a loose set review. Oh, but yeah. we'll be talking about it for sure. And so that oh, is yes. it for our that pilot yes. episode Woo-hoo! zero. Episode zero. Yes. Our Woo-hoo! pilot. So, you know, hopefully we get people on board. Yeah. Um, I'm going to have a hell of a time editing all this. You're going to love every single second of it. Oh, I know. So uh, hopefully I can get this uh, as listenable as possible. Yeah. Uh, that's not even a word, but <laughs> as listenable as possible. Hey, it's, um, it's a growth. It's a growth exactly, process. Exactly, exactly. Um, and, and we almost covered the hour. We did. That was I didn't realize that. Yeah, that was nice. I was worried at first because in the yeah. interview section, like we were kind of plowing through it, and I'm like, oh crap, it's only been like five <laughs> minutes, and we're, <laughs> we're like a good junk through this. But no, we made it work. Oh and yeah, it, it's perfect because the store here is a, about to close. It's, yeah, cash registers closed, and now it's about to bring to a close. Yep. So, so this is Terrence, and this is Eric, and this is the Indie Arch Fiends. Indie Arch Fiends. Indie Arch Fiends. Signing off. Catch you guys next time. Later.